Hello and welcome to the first ever Smooth Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan J.G. Smooth Goodo. So glad you could join me as I aim to go beyond the field and the court with my guests to get the stories you don't see in the headlines. My guest today has had quite the journey beginning being recruited by some of the top teams in the nation, now ending in Valdosta, Georgia. He is here to talk about that and much, much more. We're joined by Valdosta State defensive lineman Corey Corey Brown Jr. Corey, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and become the first ever guest on the on the podcast. Um, why don't you start by telling the, the the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, well, thank you for having me, first of all. And um, my name is Corey Brown Jr. Um, out of Washington D.C. Um, age age twenty one. Um, I attended uh, Arizona Western College for my JUCO year for two years. Uh, went to national championship as a freshman, started to play, uh, ended up having 50 offers out of junior college, um, ended up going to UCL for a year, Oklahoma last season, and now currently a, a football player at Boston State University. Uh, now, you mentioned you had you had 50 offers. I noticed that when um, UCL signed you, uh, what out of the 50 offers, what, what made you decide on uh, UCL? Um, honestly, it was the location, um, being in the desert for a fight for two years, um, being right close to the uh, Oklahoma City area was really a basic thing for me. Uh, the football wise, it was it was awesome. It had amazing facilities. It had wonderful coaches at the time. Um, it's just a lot of checking at the moment, and when your phone's ringing like that, and it's getting close to decision time. Like just location and love really matters to me at that moment. So that's what helped me in that decision. Um, you, you mentioned that you, you spent a couple of years at JUCO. Now, I'm I'm sure you you've seen the last chance you series. I know you had a teammate last year, Stephon Starks, that was on the series. Is, is that is that an accurate portrayal of JUCO in your opinion? Um, especially watching EMTC because we played them my freshman year and lost it in my three. I mean, it kind of is, but at the same time, it's um certain. Uh, as you said, like certain aspects that's not completely true. Uh, like as me as junior college player, I, I graduated with three point seven, so I did my work. <laughs> I didn't really need all the attention from teachers and such like that. But in terms of football wise, yeah, I mean the crazy talk from the coaches to bonding with the players, like like creating brothers because you're both trying to just make it out of there. Yeah, that's what junior college really is about. Um. So, so do you do you have any, any crazy JUCO JUCO stories? <laughs> well, there's a whole bunch of JUCO stories. If you want something from the freshman sophomore year, <laughs> oh, whichever one you're you're willing to share. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sophomore year, um, we're playing uh, no college um, at home, and we're up. I want to say we're up by twenty six to thirteen, I believe, and. A crazy little Juco fight happened, a little scuffle on our sideline that ended up our coaches in the two, so it was a little buddy Stevens action. <laughs> but he got resolved quickly, and after the game, they wanted to fight again. And I mean, Yuma Police did very well to separate and everything. That's just a short story, but man, yeah, <laughs> those junior colleges, colleges really get crazy. It really gets crazy out there. Um, so when you, when you, when you got to UCO, what, what was the hardest adjustment, I guess, c- c- coming from a junior college to now a four-year university? Yeah, the hardest thing was 
just the focus. Um, it was a change, a lot of a lot of mental, most likely adversity. Uh, with um, now looking up at six a.m. and have to be somewhere very, very much on time, very early, and splitting between classes because UCL took a little bit more of my time than JUCO did for my for two years. So it was just mainly that, just a mental adversity and, and just discipline. That's all. Um. Now. Uh, I want to fast forward here to the the uh, the Wasburn game this past season. The uh, defensive line probably had one of their better outings. Uh, what what about that Wasburn game? I guess just from <clears throat> uh, really like you guys seem to dominate almost from the jump in that game, and Wasburn really couldn't establish much of a ground game. What what were you guys doing in that game that really stifled uh, Wasburn there? I'm just playing. Right, sound technique football that Coach Pat Hill taught us. Um, just playing react attack, attack react. Just, just keen our keys of the like on the center of the of the guard. So, just wasn't really too much to do there. Just, just play a sound game, play technique, sound football. Okay, so fa- now fast forward now to the to the end of the season. What what made you uh, decide to uh, transfer? Well, I mean, like I said, like in the beginning, it was a lot of mental adversity there and I in my case I honestly really tried to buy into the program and try to see fit for myself um, I had like, a couple bumps in a row with uh, a little bump a little bugs and injuries and stuff like that and certain things were handled correctly as I expected but it's even it was a two way stream it's even street so just a couple days before I made the decision to tell Bush well back it was just it was just that it was just it wasn't really for me and I knew God had me in the best hands, so I just decided to take that risk. Uh, and then how did you? And then how? Uh, how did you land at Valdosta State? Like, what was the process like of from when you decided to transfer until you chose Valdosta State? Well, yet again, I was the guy that came out of actually out of high school with twenty over twenty offers, and it had the JUCO fifty offers. So I, my name is kind of already out there on recruitment belt. So a lot of schools hit me up after they found I was in the transfer portal and. It was a lot of schools buzzing, and I was looking for the right home, especially coming back to the East Coast, being away from home for over three and a half years, and just trying to find the right home now. I picked up an office big call, talking to Coach Stalker, and me and him going back and forth, and he loved my film, and him understanding the little bumps in the road that I had, and the injuries that that occurred at UCO, and everything that happened, and we made it work out once he offered, and once I went down there to visit, it was just... It was just like home sweet home. It wasn't the same facilities as UCO, but the culture was just different. Uh, now I know you 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 had a brief start of spring practice before everything was shut down. What uh what is the adjustment like, and how is it going so far during your brief time? You know, uh, on on the field with your with your new teammates. Um, the adjustments is just there's it's most likely the technique and the the culture of the team actually it's just. Is playing simple the way the team plays and working together as a unit. Here, I always say there's a little bit more freelance, more, you know, a little bit more fun with it and being around the guys that come with the same hunger every day and the same grind and understand that having a championship caliber team and the, uh, the time that we have to make it back, we, ha- we had to go every day. So we had 15 practices and I made sure, especially my last spring, so 50 practices was going to count. 
Um, okay, so you, you mentioned you, you had, a, you, said thing, you said 20 offers coming out of high school. So what, how did you end up taking the, the junior college route? Yeah, I mean, most likely any junior college cat either, he didn't have offers out coming out of high school or grades. So for my stick was grades, um, I had Virginia Tech, Marshall, Maryland. I had um, Clemson on the radar, Alabama on the radar. It was just as a young kid coming out of Washington, D.C., you just, you didn't realize how much is out there and how much opportunities are out there because of the surroundings. So, I didn't really take advantage of the opportunities that I had education-wise and had to taking the junior college route. Had offers from Independence and, of course, ENCC, but I chose Arizona Western because it was far away from home. If something happened mentally again, it was, it would keep me away and I'll have more time to just focus on me and football. Uh, you, you, you mentioned growing up in D.C., and I know you, you post uh, quite a bit about it. Can you just like talk about what that was like and what some of the struggles you had to uh, overcome growing up in that area? Well, Washington, D.C., everyone sees that as the nation's capital. I said that in my commitment video for UCL. But it's more than that. It's it's, it's something different. Like, when you see something, like, on the news, like, with shootings and killings, that stuff is really happening. Like, growing up in D.C. is such a small area, but you can honestly see everything that's happening, like, in front of your face because it's so small. So, the, the, the news you might get at 5 o'clock p.m., you actually saw it, like, when it occurred, like, 4 or 3. So, it's just the danger, it's just the poverty, just hurt, the hurt that I see from my people and understanding that if I don't make it out of here, then I'm going to be stuck here and I'm going to end up just like that. So either you have football or you have any other talent that you necessarily are good at, but go from there. But D.C. just, it's, it's, a, it's a war zone. It's churches. But we just, certain people, we just make it out. We just have certain mentors that look over me and they make sure I just do the right thing. Uh, you mentioned you had certain mentors. Is there any like key mentor that really helped you? Uh, of course, my mom, my grandma, my brother. But key mentors is honestly Sean Washington. He's a uh, he's my he's my godfather first, and then he's my uh, trainer second, athletic trainer. And he's been training me since I was 13 years old. Um, it's called Monster Maker. Now he's trying to move, locate in uh, Florida, which I'm currently working out still, even though it's the quarantine and all that, and the coronavirus, but we still find a way to work out even outside. So just him, Sean Washington, has been like a major, major blessing to my life, so. Um, you mentioned that you use football as a way out. I, when, when, when did you first, I guess, start to realize that you might be able to use it as a tool to get out of D.C.? I started to realize that when uh, my head coach at uh, Woodrow Wilson High School, Mark Martin, and he's also a dean. So when we were outside playing around after school, and he's like, you have the size to make it out. And I didn't start playing football until middle school, but he wanted me to come to Wilson for football. So I was like, okay. And I didn't take football at serious. So he said, you have the opportunity to like really make it out because of your size. And I'm just like... Now nah, I'm just doubting it, I'm just doubting it. But when I start seeing uh, Derek Johnson from Ohio State come up there and see my running back, Abdul Adams, and start seeing other coaches coming out there, I'm like, wow, like, where are these schools from? He's saying they're from Ohio, they're from Oklahoma, they're from 
all over the country. It's just like, wow. So they can really, they give an opportunity to get out. So ever since that day, January 16th, I just started taking it serious. So just talk coming through so when when coaches started coming and they started recruiting you, just what was that what was that process like? Because I I imagine it had to be like a range of emotions there. Well, in high school it was it was thrilling, it was exciting, it was everything a boy can dream of. Like certain certain like images in your head where you're thinking, Wow, I should be playing for Clemson or Alabama it's just like when you see the actual recruiter there for you wearing the wearing the A, wearing the the uh, Tiger Paul, he's just like wow, it's just amazing to you. And as a young kid, it's like I can really make it to the NFL. But now as a junior college prospect, is a little bit more different because you only have two years to really make it, and you have to be more precise. There's no time to develop. It's as a junior college prospect, you got to go in there and actually take someone's job and either fulfill what they need to fulfill. So it's just two ways you can take it, and. Even this past recruitment process, it only had one year of eligibility. So, if anything, I needed to make sure I was going to a team that was focused, determined for me, not playing around with the death charts, and needed me to fulfill a duty that uh, helped them win. Um. Okay. So, since we went that to recruiting now, so now you have our Dawson State. What are your What are your personal goals for this season? Being all American. Of course, that's number one. For myself to be an All-American, to be dominant in the run game and also in the pass. Uh, I know at UCI I was more run dominant, and that's something I've been really working on with Chuck Smith out in Atlanta. And just getting my pass game stuff handled and being more mental to the game and just focusing on techniques and tendencies that all the offensive line shows. So just that, and maybe the double-digit double digit facts will come, but I'm just working on five right now. We go from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, and then just looking forward, I know it's, it's really early. Looking forward after the season, what is next in the life of Corey Brown Jr.? I'm um, just chasing that dream that he's been chasing since middle school, just making it to the NFL. Um, I have my best friend, Terrell Lewis, in it right now currently. Um, my other best friend, Abdul Adams, will be in the process with me after the season. is trying to get to the NFL, so... Preparing for the NFL Comp or even the fourth pro day. I just be blessed enough to have scouts watch me for the final time and they make the decision of even taking me to the NFL or CFL or anywhere professionally. Uh, now, you mentioned you have a couple of friends that are also kind of in, going through the same process you are. How much of a, of a help and like benefit is that to have somebody who you really trust and know kind of going through the, going through the same struggle and ups and downs with you? Man, it's a great film. It's a great film. Just watching them go through it and handle other interviews and just talking to them and see how they like conduct themselves. It's just, just like wow, because I know the actual person. So it's like wow, he's he's not necessarily put on the front, but he's doing what he has to do to make sure he gets a job. Because that's all the NFL is, just a job and it's a guaranteed contract that can help you, but you also have to help them. It's a two way street, like something like an NLI too. So. Um, okay, before we get you out of here now, I, I'm going to do a little quick lightning around here. So it's going to just be a bunch of, like, your, your, bunch of your favorites. So, your favorite team. My favorite team was the Philadelphia Eagles. Why, why the Eagles, though? I mean, if you were in D.C., <laughs> felt like you'd be a Washington fan. How, how did we get to, to be a Philly fan? Well, 
you know, for quite some time, the Redskins have not been really been good. And my mom grew up watching Randall Cunningham, so she was an Eagles fan when I was born. So from the Jets, is where I've been bleeding that green. So was was that was that like tough growing up though? Kind of being like one of the only Eagles fans, you know, in in, in Washington territory, essentially. Oh yeah, especially when we go <laughs> go to FedEx Field and watch the game. Being around all my friends, that's like, oh, why are you wearing green? It's just, I'm just like, I'm an Eagles fan. They just see all the beer bottles being thrown and popcorn and snacks every time Deshaun Jackson would score. But so then, so then, I, I would, I would venture to imagine that when they won the Super Bowl, you had to, you had to be feeling pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good about that, right? Oh, it was a great feeling being Tom Brady. <laughs> but man, first Super Bowl ever. It was me. I was so excited. I was so excited. And plus, one of our uh, one of my small mentors, Ronald Darby, uh, he was a former cornerback up there. He was actually playing on that team. So, got to saw the ring in person and stuff, and saw the videos in the locker room. It was just, I was just amazed. Okay, so uh, your favorite team. So, what is your what is your favorite football memory? My favorite football memory is walking on the field when one of our details went down in the national championship and. As a freshman, we were told like we wasn't going to really play as much as we normally played in the, um, during the regular season. So walking on there and just seeing NCC and looking over at Buddy Stevens and his office coordinator calling in the players, it's like, wow. Like I'm 18, 19 years old, getting ready to play in the national championship in front of all the recruiters in the world again. And I'm just blessed to get an opportunity. So first snap, I put hands on the guard and I had to loop around. And the ball literally went over my helmet, and I didn't know what to do because I froze. But it was just so loud, and it just just a great feeling. So the next play, I just had to go make the TFL. So that's what happened. Um. So what? Okay. Well, I, I, was, I was gonna wear that going into this. Okay. So so then what? What was that experience like? Then, essentially, probably going from like you said, not expecting to play, to all of a sudden now you're thrust in the middle of the biggest game of the season. It's like your heart beating through your chest. It just continuous like you hear no sound you just hear the clap of the quarterback and just try to move when the offensive line to move but once you snap back into reality and the play is over you can hear the whistle blow the crowd going crazy um the coaches yelling then the next play is just like whoa uh it's time to play football now like it's comfortable mm-hmm. okay um your favorite food my favorite food is honestly spaghetti that's <laughs> been my favorite food and it's gonna came out the womb because I love I love spaghetti or lasagna one of the two <laughs> uh your favorite favorite video game it's Madden 20 of course <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I need to go back I've been doing really really good during this whole quarantine thing but I lost two today and I gotta get back for one more <laughs> <laughs> um then that's, that's about that's about all I really have for you, Corey. Um, I, again, I, I really thank you for coming on. Um, and I know you have been a fan of, of the Cho Show podcast, and uh, so I figured he'd be the guy. And I know you know you had a you had a very interesting story, and I'm glad you were able to share it. Is there anything else, um, that you would like to 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 share with the listeners here? Yeah, of course. Um, to my UCL brothers, I still love you. No matter what, no matter what's being said or being done or what you may think. I know I was a very quiet guy, but so all my brother and dad went to war with, especially my defensive line. I love them truly. I still support them till whenever 
after 10, 20 years in my butt off today, brothers, you already know. We be coming after that national championship this year, and Bitcoin is still going to be working, so. <laughs> <laughs> of course, again, I, I appreciate you for coming on and thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. You too. God bless. You too. Thank you all for tuning in to the first ever Smooth Talk podcast. Join me next time as I once again go beyond the field and the court for the stories you don't see in the headlines. My name is Jonathan J.G. Smooth Goodo, and I'll talk to you all later.